I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sandspens Radio. No words. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And um, I think he's dead. Tom. And, uh, yeah. How Goods Footy. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Really good. It's great. I'm. How fucking good is smashing a team? How good's been one and two on the ladder? Oh mate, it's been. How good's been locked in for finals? Oh, it's so good. How good's prop? Like we're locked in top four. Let's be honest. Just about for me. Yeah, uh, I think you are for sure. Yeah, percentage wise, um, it's great. It's, it's uh, there oh, is nothing bad about footy this September's week. September's going to be so exciting. I can't wait. I can't. Can't wait. wait. Just can relax now, knowing yep. that I'm. We're in there, mate. The dream. Our teams both perform well. I kept a team to like one goal for the whole game. I, you know, would have killed Queensland football if we weren't also stimulating Queensland football. Yeah, I mean, it's just, um, it's just good. Yeah, just really good. Round twenty-one of Super Saturday will forever be the worst round of football I've ever experienced. Nice of you to join us, mate. You can all fuck off and go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're already there, aren't you? I sure am. You, um, at what point did your soul leave your body during that game? Uh, so the quarter time score, I was like, this is no good. But we've been there before. By the time it reached halftime, I was like, wow, we are not winning this. But I was cur- had a morbid curiosity. And yeah, wow. We'll get to that later. But Jesus Christ. Still seventh, though. Uh, st- still... If finals were next week, we'd be there. Light at yeah. the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Um, and it's a pretty look, long tunnel, though, This Sean. is the shit that I have been dealing with for the last 15 years. So who cares? It's fine. You know what? <laughs> I take everything back. It's good. It's funny, in fact. Tom. Yeah. I don't know why I'm on the verge of giggles, but there are tears in just <laughs> <Dude's> eyes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually upsetting. It's... Because I, I know what it's like, Dusha, to be back for a team who's really delivered nothing in 15 years. It's tough. And for people like yourself, Tom, yeah, I'm, look, who have been perennial finalists. Foreign territory for me. You don't understand. I'm a big arrogant fuckhead. So. Yeah, there are other teams like that as well. Yeah. I think, you know, your Geelongs, your Hawthorns, your Sydneys, they've been up there. 
Yeah. People don't get it. No. Nah. It's fucking tough. It makes me like the one thing with this though is that people online, and I'm sure there's probably emails giving it to me as well, they don't understand saying, oh, Essendon's not going to make the finals or, oh, what if you lose again? It means shit to us. We've been copying this for years. Yeah, we made the finals in 2015, lost by like 60 points. Yeah, we made the finals in 2009, got absolutely destroyed. In fact, I think it was a record-breaking win for Adelaide in that final in 2009. It was. We need to, I think, talk about Essendon later on because if we keep going down this path, Douche is going to cry and then (laughs) seeing him cry, I'm going to cry and then then. I'll just giggle because I won't know what to do in face of such stark emotion because I am emotionally stunted. We'll wind it back to <laughs> pre-90s football. Too much victory has hey, broken me. You'll enjoy this stat. Yeah. Uh, since 2000, mm. Geelong have never been, haven't been in the bottom four. Yeah, I know. I think they're one of the only teams to have that stat. It's pretty incredible. I can't remember the last time we had like a top five draft pick. Brisbane and Carlton in that 20-year period – have been in the bottom four eight times each. Jesus. And then Melbourne's the next worst with seven. And now they're back there. I mean, at least there's light in the tunnel for you guys and Carlton as well. There's yeah. uh, tell you what, there's even light at the end of the tunnel for you lot. Yeah. There is no light at the end of Melbourne's tunnel because it has been barricaded shut by snow. Well, they, they were at the light at the end of the tunnel last season and instead of powering through into the light, they they've done over a and hit U-turn re- and... <laughs> no, nah, someone, just, someone just tripped over and just hit reverse. <laughs> just went, boom! They just dropped a gear. Yeah. And then by doing that, they completely fucked the... The gearbox is cooked. Thanks, Sean. I was like, yeah. I'm going to look at you, Sean. You know cars. I drive an automatic. I don't understand how cars work even with an automatic. They've fucked up their gearbox and um, it's going to need to be replaced. But Melbourne's interesting and I... I sympathise with Melbourne fans because I it's my great fear. Like Melbourne was shit house and then they, you know, rose Lifted, up to sort yeah. of top four last year. Brisbane have done the same this year. Melbourne's a great example though that nothing is guaranteed. No. They would have thought, yeah, we're contenders this year. And they've been Well, they went into this year. They've been dog shit. <laughs> they, they went into, they went into premiership favourites. Premiership favourites by yeah. a significant margin because people are like, well, you've got this team plus you're adding a few superstars. There's no reason why. Melbourne have got to the point where they are in a category with only Gold Coast where you look at the fixture every week and you go, those two probably can't win. Everyone else, you're like, oh, could win. I mean, I, I'd sit Melbourne this week. Did you? Yeah. I mean, I just thought Collingwood are- Maybe I did too. Collingwood are garbage. <laughs> I mean, we need to talk about your tips later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I fucked up. I've put up the fixture of this week and this was the- If you're a neutral supporter of football- this was the worst week of football maybe ever, unless you're a fan of records being broken through disgusting games. Except for, the last, except for two of the games on the last day. Yeah, but even, okay, I'll pay one of the two because that was exciting, but the other one was just like, it was the same as the fucking... So you're you're referring to the St. Kilda and Freer game and the West Coast and Adelaide game. Correct, right? yes. The West Coast and Adelaide game went exactly the same way as the Melbourne Collingwood one, where it got to the last quarter, West Coast took their foot off the pedal, Melbourne got the scores, make it look closer than it was. Yeah. Fair enough. Because, yeah, yeah Whereas, like, if we get to that later, Melbourne-Collingwood, that looks like it was a close game, 17 it, points. But that was maybe one of the worst games of football I've ever seen, and I saw highlights of the Essendon Western Bulldogs <laughs> game. Just a bad round of footy, unless you like watching murder. Yeah, in which case, I love it. Speaking love of, watching massacres. Speaking of, uh, like, you know what? Something interesting happened in the first game. So, first game, Friday night, GWS take on Hawthorne. 
at Canberra Oval. The east coast of Australia is currently experiencing uh, an Arctic cold snap. Uh, it is uncharacteristically cold at the moment. And that came into play in the Friday night game where allegedly the commentators kept saying this, but I don't ever trust the commentators. The AFL experienced snow at one of its games for the first time ever. It fucking snowed. No, like I, it snowed. It's I not allegedly. Snow. No, allegedly the first time. It definitely snowed. Oh, right. Can confirm it snowed, but it being like this is the first time it's ever snowed at a... First time it's ever happened in the AFL. Okay, we can confirm that. VFL, mm-hmm. maybe not, but yeah. It was um, fucked. Do you know what else was fucked? This score line. GWS kicked 20, scored 29 points. Uh, Hawthorne killed them, scoring 85. Do you know what's fucked about that scoreline from GWS, uh, from GWS, though? They didn't kick a goal after halftime. Is that right? Uh, that is absolutely correct. They kicked two goals in the first quarter, two goals in the second quarter, and then kicked four behinds for the rest of the game. Man. And they were pushing was, for top four. I was just trying to think why I didn't watch this game, and yeah, I was I was busy that night. But uh, I missed the snow. I did watch the, the highlights. Big snow. Oh, it, <laughs> big time snow. snow. It the the snow was so much that the commentators stopped calling the game, and were just like, like anytime it like they'd be calling the part. It's like every week, Tom. Yeah, I was going to say, and then BT'd be like, I can't concentrate because there's snow. At least he had an excuse this week. BT's like a little kid where he got distracted. <laughs> it was what I loved though was how much the supporters got around the snow. It oh. started to snow, and the snow got a cheer. Because <laughs> like the whole week it'd been, they've been saying that they're going to be playing in Canberra and it's still going to be so cold in Canberra that there is a chance that it will snow during the game. And so many people turned up in ski gear, like full-on ski masks, big warm coats. As a joke, but also because it's... And because it's fucking freezing. And then it legitimately snowed during the game. I didn't believe it was going to happen. Dusha told us about it during the week and I was like, it's not going to fucking snow, mate. And yeah, I put up the stats. You're like, it'll be, because I was like, it's predicted that it could get as low as negative one degrees Celsius. I figured that would be overnight and then it might snow overnight, but not during the game. But boy, was I wrong. Apparently it was the surface of the oval was frosty at five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I saw a picture of that. Um, Crazy. Pretty, like, is that standard weather though there at this time of year? No, it's no. colder. It's the same way that it's fucking- But it's, it's pretty cold there this time of year, though. Yeah, right? but it's not snow. I've been I've been to Canberra in winter and it hasn't snowed. I don't know why they fixtured the game there. Well, because they probably have to fixture it for Well, I mean, it, it didn't it didn't they'll it didn't matter to the Hawks who no. So this is the best thing about this, right? So the whole thing is that Clarkson has that rule where you can't wear a long sleeve jumper at Hawthorne. Bad luck, don't wear it. And people were like, Oh, is Clarko gonna break his rule? Is Clarko gonna break his rule? So to prove that he wouldn't he did a lap of the oval the night before when it was like also one degree in just his shorts. Legend. Just took his shirt off, did a lap of the oval and goes, oh, it's beautiful out there. Not we'll be wearing yeah. short sleeve shirts. And you know what? It fucking united that team. It's not a bad luck thing. No. No, it's just it's straight up he doesn't believe in it because no. it, it gets in the way. Yeah. And and then when they – And it's a toughness thing too, I think. At, at quarter time though, the players were galvanized. They were laughing. They were jumping. They were dancing in like a huddle. Meanwhile – the uh, GWS Giants in their long sleeves were like, oh, geez, it's nippy out. Do you know Fucking what got annihilated. The one thing that could have united uh, Giants, though, was if they had of all come out in long sleeve shirts. Ooh. They fucked it up by not all doing it. Wearing beanies. Yeah, no, just like it would have been like. Uh, no, ski suits, like full body Ned Flandersm. Feels like they're wearing nothing at all. Or alternatively, in like when you play basketball, especially in high school or whatever, and there's like uh, shirts and skins. Come out in skins. Come out in skins. Out Clarko, Clarko. <laughs> that would have been fucking great. That would have thrown the Hawks. They would have looked yeah. at that and be like, oh, fuck. 
Even all long sleeve, like just something. Yeah. But no, instead they shit their pants and then shit the bed and are now not going to make top four. I do wonder whether every club have long sleeves. Hawks because do. I, I, I had them. heard, I'm not sure this is true, I heard that Brisbane don't have them. No, you do. I think maybe certain players have them, but I don't think they have them readily there for oh, No, I think it's a, you, you request them and you get them, but every yeah. club has them except for Hawthorne. Oh, okay. And they have them because in Box Hill, Jared Ruffhead wore it well, I, in the reserve. I don't know if this is true, but he was wearing it and then Clarko showed up in the second half. And, and he, he took it off? He took it off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true either, but fuck, yeah. I hope it is. Yeah. It sounds true. So, And that's that's all we care about here at How Good's Footy. Does it sound good? <laughs> yes. There's not a lot like much more to say about this game except that this game has kept Hawthorne a finals champs just. <sighs> and it's killed, like, it's killed the Giants' top four. Yep. Uh, so, look, Hawthorne weren't really playing for much here. Like they were playing, they were playing for like a chance, like a miracle. So for them to win this now, the miracle is still on. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. They've got to get a game. Yeah, he does. They've announced it today. Did they? Yep. Oh, that's great. He's going to play this weekend against the Suns. Yeah, because Clarko went. Oh, okay, Gold Coast. Which is a fascinating call because Clarko isn't a sentimental guy at all. No, and, and Ruffhead hasn't kicked a goal in three weeks in the VFL. Yep. But he's a legend. So it's good for footy, I think. I think it's good for footy. If Essendon don't win the next two, Hawthorne can sneak in. But they need to beat West Coast in round 23. Again, another fucking game in round 23 that will set finals. We're out. Over there. I mean, but they love a mission. They do love a mission. If, if, they're, a, if they're a sneaky chance, if they know that they're a chance, oh, Clarko will, will tattoo Look the jumper on them year. and they'll go over and play with that shirts. Fucking last year, Mel, uh, no, fuck, I can't even, you know what? I'm so disheartened I've forgotten every team name. <laughs> Look at Hawthorne last year where they came from nowhere and then all of a sudden, didn't they sneak into almost top four? They did. They, they, finished, they finished top four. Yeah. yeah, that's fucked. And then they lost in straight sets, right? Yeah. Yep. From memory, yeah. Yep. Good. Fuck them. Anyway, uh, Toby Green cracked the shits on the field and was caught on camera doing so. Yeah, but he rightly should have. He wasn't awarded a free kick. And the umpire was like, uh, mate, you threw – no, no, no. You threw your head back. And he's like, what's the fucking game? They showed it back. He doesn't throw his head back at all. He literally gets clotheslined by James Warple. Uh, I think it's a reputation thing. Absolutely. It to Mitch Robinson. Wouldn't happen to a nicer guy just quietly. Apparently he's a very nice guy, though. Uh, he just, and he just looks like a fucking thing that he, he has said, resting cockhead face. Toby Green, yeah, uh, and also the thing he said on the field was not a thing a nice man says because it say? included slurs. <gasps> Wait, what? Wait, I just heard he got angry at an umpire. Did he say more? Yeah, well, he said, "Hang on, I'll find it." Dusha, I am learning. I just defended news. him a little bit. He I sounds like back. a big fuck. Take it back. I take it back. He's got resting asshole face. Yes, and his face looks like a bum. Resting Uh, slur face. So I've got the thing that he said, and it's from lip reading, and there's obviously some words that I'm not going to say, but... Use your imagination. Fill those words in, people. With bad words. Yeah. Fucking embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing from you lot. You're You're just a washed up fucking... You can't play. You're a fucking... And that's from Toby Green. Uh, The word that was missing starts with S and is not a nice word to call someone. Sandwich. (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck! I'm gonna go. You're cancelled. I'm, I'm cancelled. I've got to cancel myself. Um, he oh, said good. it when he was walking back to on the mark to the marks. I don't know if like the camera because it wasn't the audio wasn't picked up. It's just that because he's kind of like 
angrily spitting these words out. You can clearly He's really enunciating. Yeah. No good. Find him. Yeah. And like me just trying to enunciate through a yawn there, and that was fucking deplorable. Yeah, it was good. Professional. Give him uh, a week off so that the doggies beat the Giants, keep fuck. the dream alive. Well, the doggies will be fucking hyped up for next week. They hate the Giants. They love taking them on. <laughs> no, they do. They hate them. Yeah. There's bad blood between those there two. Is. What happened? What's the bad blood for? Oh, I think it's to do with, you know, Tom Boyd. Ryan and Griffin. And the prelim final, all that shit. They fucking hate them. That's good. great. It's a, it's a new footy rivalry, but it's oh, one that I love. Big, big fan of it. Yeah. New it's, footy rivalries are good because they're kind of rare. There was that one. It hasn't been a rivalry for a while, but there was that one. Oh, it's still there, I think. The Freo Geelong's got a bit of a rivalry. Yeah. From the Ross Lyon, Geelong. Matty Scarlett. Stuff. Matty Scarlett, Ballantyne. Ryan Crowley and fucking yeah. John Johnson. No, but a rivalry that has the Giants in it feels very new and fresh. Yeah, I it's like good. That. It's good. I feel like this weekend really highlighted it, but Essendon and Western Bulldogs aren't going to get along for much longer, I don't think. Because Western Bulldogs have won the last five games against us, plus the Jake Stringer stuff. Yeah. They got stuck in a him too. Yeah. Well, so there was an amazing photo. I'll talk about that when we get to that game. Yep. So next game was the start of Super Saturday, which is – because it was uh, five games they called Super Saturday because it's just game, game, game. It's all happening. I call it Super Saturday because all three of our teams are on. And I call it maybe the biggest disappointment of the year because none of these games were good to watch. Hey, Sean. Me too. They were good to watch. No, I was disappointed too. No. Because we didn't win by 100. <laughs> hey, Gold Sean, Coast is still Sean. a football team. So. Same. <laughs> At least your team broke up. Well, Force the other team to break a record. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I feel so. Do you know what's great? When did North Melbourne join the competition? Uh, this is in AFL VFL history. They've been around for a lot longer, but um, I don't know. So North, because this was North Melbourne's. Lo- we'll get to it, but it was North Melbourne's lowest score ever since ninety. 19- so the other lowest score, their previous lowest score was in nineteen thirty oh. against Geelong. <laughs> Jeez, we are three of their lowest scores of all time. <sighs> Bogey team. Anyway, um, speaking of just horse shit, this. Melbourne and Collingwood. And this game hurt me even more because I was working on Saturday. Uh, I started at 4 p.m. and I was working till 1 a.m. So not a great Saturday night shift. No. In fact, a bad one. And I was like, that's all right. There's two footy games on. I can watch them. Watch one. Yeah. Just eat some food, get ready for work. But look, I've got some footy. And then Melbourne and Collingwood dished up maybe the worst half of football I've ever seen. Melbourne especially, because they kept Collingwood goalless in the first quarter, but there was no pressure from either teams. They were both just, I don't know, trying really hard not to win. Collingwood didn't not kick a goal because Melbourne played well. No, Collingwood didn't not kick Collingwood didn't kick a goal because they were shit in the first quarter. Yeah. And Melbourne were also shit, but kicked a goal. But then in the second quarter, Collingwood were like, hey, maybe we should kick some goals. And they kicked some goals. And Melbourne, do you know what they did? Nothing. Fuck all. <laughs> Like all all this year then. I know that the media is starting to kind of pick up on it now, but this is fucked up. Like the fact that Geelong have caught more heat for dropping a few games here and there. We've lost five games for the entire fucking year. We bombed out in finals last year and everyone was like, Geelong, you're going to be no good next year. You're going to be garbage. You've brought in Rowan and Delhouse. They're going to do fuck all for your side. You're too old and you're shit. And Melbourne are going to win the premiership. And all of a sudden, we're first, Melbourne are 17th, and they're getting away with it. Because everyone's like, oh, they had injuries early on. They don't have fucking it. Well, they got injuries now as well. But, <laughs> but even, even when they had those players back, mm. they were bad. Mm. They was, do you know what? Do you know well, what they've got? Who's still injured for Melbourne? 
there's a fresh injury, but a by fresh, I mean it's the same fucking guy. He's well, just injured again. I don't even count him. Tom then. McDonald's gone. You don't even count old mate Stephen May because he's just been irrelevant this year. Yeah. He's but- played eight games and broken down in like how many of them? Do you know what you know you'd say, Sean? If you were looking at the season as a whole, yeah, and you were looking at his performance in the team as a whole, across yeah. the whole season, mm. you would say that looking at that, it just hasn't panned out for him. I'd say, in fact, it's an embarrassment and it's- a waste of money. Yeah, so I've I've got a mate who's a Melbourne supporter and he's Is he still a Melbourne supporter? He just gets so angry because his his thing is he just wants them to win a flag before he's like his old man's like in his fifties, he's in his sixties. He's like, I just wanted to win a flag before my dad dies. And I'm that's like, a, <laughs> that's one bleak. Two, he's still got a few years left in yeah, him. Yeah, but he's a Melbourne supporter. Maybe he doesn't. Oh, if he's a, <laughs> he's <laughs> like they've never won anything. They've come close, and he's like, it's more. This is worse than any other year where they've been bad because this year we we believed in them. They yeah, sold don't, them. Don't hope. give them hope. And yes, like I said, Tom McDonald's not playing. There's a few other guys here and there, but they've just there's something. Wrong with Melbourne, yeah, and I I don't know whether it's do they need to get I, I like I don't know what to do. They're an irrelevant footy club. They're just bad. Um, you know why Geelong Coppet and Melbourne don't. Melbourne don't sell papers, mate. They don't get the clicks. No one gives a fuck. But if you write Gary Ablett, Melbourne no good. are shit, and you go, oh, I've read that headline for my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something it's I don't know. It's not a know. sexy headline. Yeah, true. And that, but they're they're a disgrace. Like they have been shit this year. And I I I backed them to beat Collingwood because I looked at Collingwood the way they've been playing, and I thought Melbourne are due for a win. They can't yep. go through the year having what? How many games have they won? Four. Four. Melbourne, no, no, isn't it like six? You got the ladder right. Oh, sorry, five, five. five. I did bad maths. So I was like four uh, twenty divided by four. That's four. Are they seventeenth? Yes. It's disgusting. The only team below them is a club that shouldn't exist. It's it's a disgrace. It's getting to a point on that. How many seasons of this are we going to have? A Gold Coast going to have to suffer through? It's it's not Gold Coast's fault that Andrew Demetrio wanted a team on the Gold Coast so he could make some money. Like it's not those players' fault. It's not the infrastructure's fault. It's not the town's fault. But they're copping it. And I feel really bad for a lot of those young guys. Is this the next game? No, it's not. But I feel bad for a lot of the young players and for Stuart Jew. Like, it's hard. It must be so fucking hard to... Like imagine being a young 18-year-old who's really good at footy being like, fuck, I can't be too good because if I'm too good, I'm going to go top pick and I'm going to end up the Suns. They're just going to hold the line. They'll get through, I think. Uh, see, I think that they've kind of fucked it now. You reckon? I think that with this year, this was probably the final nail of them fucking it because they had a pretty strong start where they were coming close to winning, but now it's fucking blowouts again. Which well, no, we'll to be to. fair, no, they're just, at, the start just of, tired. at the start of this year, people were like, I don't see Gold Coast winning a game for the entire season. So the fact they've won a couple, probably they're okay, but they need to retain everyone they've currently Retention is the main thing. And it's hard, it, it, it's, it is hard to retain players at a club that's no good. They, they need to get real aggressive and bring people in, experienced players. But, her, but the- Sean Burgoyne. I don't think they're going to get Burgoyne, but they should probably have a crack at Jordan Lewis. They should have a crack at someone like Nathan but Jones. But, Sean, they've done this before. Yeah, but who have they got in the past? Fucking Gary Ablett. Yeah, no, but Ablett. They, they fucked up initially. Gary Ablett they spent everything on Ablett and then got a few others. And, oh, like, who remains from that? But he should tell he's still there and um, Harbrow, who's been great. He's been brilliant. They they need experience on every line. 
Guys, are they honestly? There's, a man, there's a man up there on the Gold Coast who's just waiting for a phone call. Who? The man. We're not talking about fucking Kappa Tom. We're being serious about Gold Coast. Yeah, I am. I, am. I think they need five experienced players at least. They need. Yeah, that, he, that's the concern. I don't think they should get a priority pick because we've seen in the past. Yeah, you give them pick one and two. Every chance those players just leave anyway. The concessions need to be in the form of we'll give you a little bit extra so you can bring in a Luke Hodge type player. Yeah. Gold Coast is currently AFL work experience. Yeah, you fucking. Get picked they're a feeder up. club. Yeah. Well, Brisbane were the same. You go, you like sweet. It's infuriating um, if you're a fan because yeah. it's like you you invest draft picks and then years and time into these players. And then, and then the big clubs just go, well, we'll give you some money and, you know, you'll play in but front ma- of the Money's crowds. not even the, uh, the problem because Gold no. Coast have the money. Culture and success. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exactly the reason Tom Lynch wanted to go to Richmond is he wanted to play in front of 70,000, 80,000 people everywhere. They have a losing culture. Yeah. So how do you change it? And how do you change that? You get the when biggest you're still shit and you can't win enough games yet, you bring in people who have winning culture. That's what they need to do. They need to look at every team and just start to bring in blokes who are, even if they're 30 years old. Hey, how, how good's footy audiences? You need to do the AFL a favor. Everyone who hasn't picked a team, your new team is the Gold Coast and you need to be willing to die for this club now. Yep, 100%. Get behind them. But like, I actually agree with that. There is something like really beautiful about struggling with a bad team. And when it finally comes good, you earn it. It feels fucking good. Yeah, I'm waiting. Can't wait for that feeling. We'll get to that later. The next game was another dog shit game on Saturday. If you're a neutral supporter. I was in a car with a Port Adelaide supporter. It was not dog shit from where he was sitting. Yeah, it's because it was the finals chance on the line. Yeah, and they played really well. And won <sighs> by 50 points and it was boring. Yeah, that's what I mean. As a neutral supporter, bad game. And look. In the same way that if you're a neutral supporter watching Brisbane, Geelong, or the Bulldogs Essendon game, you'd be like, this is a bad game. Nah, you see some elite football. Yeah, you do. You You also see some records breaking those at least. Yeah. Not good ones, but records. What's what's cool about this game is with from a Port Adelaide perspective, is that Scotty Lice said is playing in the sandful. He's they've they've said this week again, he'll play in the sandful next week because uh John Laddams or Peter 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 Laddams, which just sounds like a man who owns a paint shop and not a bloke who plays footy, who's like twenty, is keeping him out of it. This young up and coming ruckman, which is exciting for him. Yeah, you know it's good. Cool. And Port Adelaide are a very big chance of making finals now. Sydney again, this is a well, year where again, if the finals are being played to, tomorrow, Port Adelaide are in the eight. Yeah, and with Sydney again, it's not this season isn't a failure because they've blooded so many new players like. I know that the media and stuff like that, not as much us, we've been negative on Sydney, but not in this way, of just like, they're going to be a club that next year bounced right back because for the last fucking 15 years, all yeah. they've had is success. Nothing's guaranteed though. No, I mean, they could I Melbourne I think it. to assume that they will, yeah, we're, Sydney's going to be in the finals next year. It might not happen. You never know. No, they'll, they'll bounce back from where they are though. They'll be more, they'll win more games. They've shown similar traits. Sydney and Carlton both have done this. Shown very similar traits to what Brisbane did last year. Well, what have they won? Six games? Uh, I think but I, I reckon you could probably pick six or seven more games that they've lost by like under two goals or, or they've been yeah. right in there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just one of those years. Sydney probably need to get a little bit aggressive in the um they need th- in the trades. Can't wait for them to get aggressive in the trade period, bring people in and then get banned from trading by the AFL for taking a play that the Gold Coast Suns wanted. <laughs> Fuck off, Gil. Um, Sydney will go after, I think, like an A-grade midfielder or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they'll, they'll go after a midfielder. I reckon they'll go after like a ruck forward. Probably do need to do something about the forward line. Their forward line is It coming. just depends if they're going to get Bud back up and running. 
People are like, is he going to play 300 this year? Just put him on ice. Don't, don't, don't put well, him in there. No, no, let no. him let him play 300. Depends what you want to do with him. No, no, keep him around. 300 round one. It depends what the discussions are, Tom. If you're Sydney, maybe you got to get aggressive and be like, you know what? Is there any way we can move Buddy on and bring in something else, something juicy like a Joey Danaher? Yes, yeah, but, but probably preferably a better player than that. Well, preferably a player that's on two legs currently. You don't want to. Replace, you don't replace want to push the guy who can't, yeah. Yeah, guy can't fucking walk with a guy yeah. who can't fucking walk. Yeah. Don't push out a horse with a limp for one that doesn't have legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I watched that game because I, I turned off Melbourne Collingwood because it was depressing me, and then I watched Port versus Sydney. This is the first time I've been watching games that I don't bag for teams and it's made me sad. And Sydney didn't look great early. It had all the – like, I think I messaged you guys and said, this is going to be a murder. But then Sydney, like, hung in there within the second half. That just felt yeah, like- it was the opposite of the Melbourne uh, – I guess – because Melbourne, Collingwood, Melbourne were fine in the first and last quarter. By fine, I mean weren't an embarrassment on the scoreboard. But Sydney, first two quarters – well, the start of the first I'm quarter – I'm pretty bad. sure at half time, check it if you like. That we were in it. It was a point oh, of yeah, difference oh, at half time, wasn't it? Oh, or a goal it was a little difference? bit more than that, but it was – goal, was, yeah. Oh. How much was it? Um, they, they six were, or seven points. They weren't out of it at all. No, and then I think Port kicked the first four goals, yeah. including two back to back to fifteen points at halftime. Yeah, there you go. They did all right. That's what the they got. Uh, Sydney got a late one, had momentum, and then Port just exploded. By five minutes into the third quarter, Port were up by thirty three points. Yeah, I'd be curious to talk to Sydney supporters and see what did they think was going to happen at the start of the year. Yeah, I assume they would have thought finals, maybe. Where they finished last year? If they're in the finals, yeah. If if they like every other uh, year, maybe yeah, maybe, was, maybe maybe there was six or seven. That was weren't a, they? Maybe maybe if it was a case of like some of the injuries hadn't have happened at certain times, like they hadn't had certain players available all year. But then I yeah. guess at the same time, then then you wouldn't have been able to like blood guys like uh, Dawson playing wherever the fuck he wants and Florin yeah. getting more on ball time. I, and- I think overall. Uh, externally, looking at it, you'd go, it's a little bit disappointing because they've always been in the finals and you would have probably suspected that they could push for finals this year and all of that. Yeah. But in the long run, it's good for them. It's fine. Yeah. It's, you know, you got to bottom they'll out. Get a, they'll get a nice draft pick. They will. And they'll – If I were them, I'd pr- they've got enough elite young talent. You'd probably almost be tempted to use that pick in the top five it will be. For a player. And get a gun player. Do you want Tim Cal- – I'm kidding. You can't have him. Clayton Oliver to – to Sydney. And then Melbourne would have pick two and pick five. Anyway. Um, Let's take us out of this fucking slump I've got of depressing one more thing. Games. I'm yes. sorry. It was a really great moment and it was – did you see Charlie Dixon's goal where he tried to go a handball and there was no one there. He had three Swans players and he's like, fuck, I'm a big man. I don't know how to get – yes, I do. I'll blind turn around this guy, sell some candy and snap it over my head and kick a goal. It was a fuck goal. all three of you. It was a great goal because he was like, I'm going to go on the right. No, can't do that. Fuck, got to turn around. Oh, oh, on the oh, left. There we go. Got it. <laughs> and he then loves kicking it, goals. And then the veins in his, in his guns nearly blew up. He is well, – okay, two things about Charlie Dixon. One, he's enormous. Yeah. Like, he looks huge. Two, he nearly goes, like, fucking super sane when he kicks a goal. <laughs> like, it, one day he's going to kick a goal and his hair's just going to go blonde. <laughs> so, and I can't wait. So, Tom, uh, just on Charlie Dixon. Yes. Uh, you found out that your mom has oh. a nickname for Charlie? That- so I learned that apparently – so my brother – Jacob. Jacob. We're watching the game. He was watching the game on his phone in the car. Dixon kicked this goal. And he's like, Charlie, big dick Dixon. And I was like – 
Does anyone else but you call him that? Because every, every time we talk about Charlie Dixon, it's always about how big his dick is. I was like, does anyone else call him that? He goes, mum does. I'm like, I do not think our mother calls Charlie Dixon big dick. I just don't believe it. She's like, no, she does. Yeah, she absolutely does. Anyway, we get back to our place and the game's on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, mum, what do you call Charlie Dixon? Without missing me, she's like, oh, big dick. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, because like the Dixon thing. She's like, no, no, because Jacob always says he's got a big dick. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't think my mum would be naming players based on how big their penises are, but there you go. You learn something new every day in my house. Far out. Yeah, I need therapy. Uh- <laughs> uh, speaking of teams or people needing therapy, Gold Coast probably after this. Hey, Sean, do you need therapy though, mate? Woo! Cured any all ailments, mate. I love footy. It's really good. We we were a little bit disappointed though. They they just didn't get the ton. Yeah, but then uh, I don't know, mate. Charlie kicked six. What more could you want? Six is the best. Probably could have won a ten from Charlie. Charlie's post game interview was incredible. It was like he was in the middle of the two towers of um, Alistair Lynch and Jonathan Brown, and he's so camera shy that he just kept like shuffling backwards, and they'd be like, "Going out of focus, mate. Get back in here." And they're trying to talk to him, and he's just cheeky and he's throwing winks around. It's great. And then Lynch, he's trying to talk to him near the end, and he just like gets distracted halfway through. Charlie and just starts talking to Jonathan Brown. And Lynchy's like, Charlie, you're not even listening to me. <laughs> it was awesome. Mate, he, he, was awesome. he doesn't fucking need to. He kicked six. Brownie was worried in the commentary box because Jonathan Brown's got the record at the Gabriel's kicked 10 there. And they thought Charlie was going to have a crack at it. He's that kind of player where even if there was five minutes left in the last quarter, he could just explode and kick four in like yeah. five minutes. <laughs> well, he's how he's kicked- a serial Rioli. He's a burst player. Mm. Because I think he only had about 10 touches. Well, at one point he was goals. he'd kicked five goals, he'd had nine possessions and was going at 100%. Oh, he's a freak. Brisbane, like, you're going to find this out next week, Tom. It's a tough forward line. Mate, it's going to be cooked. Do you know what, though? It's it's fascinating. Hear me out, Reddy. Yeah. He, here's, here's the pitch for how exciting this game is going to be. <sighs> one of the most exciting, dynamic forward lines in the AFL yeah. against one of the best defences. Yep. Both, both very versatile, like, so your forward line's very versatile. Our yep. back line's very versatile. It's going to be good. Two star-studded midfields. Oh, Far out, mate. We've got If you've got the best back line, you'd have the second best, I reckon. Or oh, Richmond's been pretty solid and, this year too. And our forward line's not bad. It's bloody exciting. It's going to be so good. Who have you got that plays on Charlie just out of interest? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Stewart plays on Charlie. I did think that, but then who are you going to go with for Hipwood and McStay? Um, that'll be Henderson and Taylor or Taylor. Henderson and- get in the game? Well, it depends on what they do ruck wise. And then what do you do when Big O goes forward? Well, so that'll so so Shit either your pants. either one of Blitzarves, Taylor, or Collar Jasmine. And then who plays on Cam Rayner? Who can uh, also take hangers? <laughs> Probably <laughs> who's got the speed for Link McCarthy? Jed Buse. And then who's got the class for Christensen? Probably Tom Collar Jasmine. Fucking nervous. Or Mark for you. O'Connor. Can you handle the chaos ball? That's that's the worry. Can you handle the gabatoire? Mate, mate, it's gonna it's be been fucking sold huge. out for three weeks. This, they can't <laughs> wait. They fucking love it. We're watching this together, aren't we? We are. Yeah, I've yeah. never watched a Brisbane oh, game with you Tom, before. I'm fucking angry and I'm aggressive and I apologise. <laughs> so you'll sit on this I had side a very of the room. Cu- I tried to be more zen this week. Yeah, I thought this is working beautifully, but I think it's just because it was Gold Coast. No disrespect to them. I managed to actually sit back in my chair while I watched the game. I'm not going to be able to sit back. I'm You're going to be, be able to sit down. I'm going to be leaning forward or standing up, and that wall is going to get a fucking beating. Hey, Dusha, mm. can't wait to high-five the wall, mate. Oh, if you touch my wall, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zorko was really great. Um, he was so happy at the start of the game because um, 
pest Took Miller went to Lockie Neal and Zocker went, fuck yeah, I'm on today. And he had a, I think he had 17 touches in the first half. Did Neal also have a good game though? Neal, I think, had about 20. Like he got pretty well held, but. 21 Bruce, kicked a goal. He's, yeah, he kicked an awesome goal actually. Um, no, actually, no, I think it was from a free kick. Just slotted it. Zorko kicked a ripper because Took Miller went to Zorko in the second half and Zorko broke a tackle, stepped inside 50 and drilled a goal on the run and it was so good. Turned and around here, and just went, hey, mate, see that? Here is why not only I think Zorko should be All-Australian this year, I think he should be the captain of the All-Australian team. And I think case in point, I mean, the whole year is my argument for him, but it's that moment where he broke Took Miller's tackle, drilled a ripper goal and then last year, he lacked the maturity. He would have got in Miller's face and, and like told him, you know, would have cracked shits at him. Yep. Didn't even look at Miller. It was all about his teammates and himself. It was great. I fucking loved it. <laughs> You're excited. I, I love am. this. I just, Zorko's really matured and I respect it because last year, yeah, he does some things that kind of shit me a bit. He's a little bit of a pest and I can see why other clubs wouldn't like him, other supporters. But he's really matured a lot and he's become a great captain, a great leader. And Brisbane... I don't know, they're just gelling together. Eight in a row now. Do you know what's really good for Brisbane? What's that? Um, Jared Lyons. That oh. would be the bitterest pill. To- I looked at one point, he'd kick two goals and had 25 or 26 oh, touches. I had 30 plus and two And goals. I'm like, hey. Two goals, hey, 34 touches, hey, two goal ta- uh, seven tackles. You know those mature bodies that you need? Yeah, you got rid of one. I'll tell you what my favorite thing about Jared Lyons is you tackle him, he stands up in the tackle and manage. he's like Mitch Robinson. He manages to get the kick away. Yep. So he, he finds metres and just sends it forward. Brisbane are all about just pumping it forward. All right, just while we're on and here. And controlling it in the back half. They, they Brisbane are not just – I think the problem Essendon have, Dusha, is that they have that run and gun style, but they don't have, I think, maturity as a back, as a defence to kind of slow things down a bit. Whereas Brisbane, it's all control on the back line, and then when they release – they're fucking near unstoppable at the moment. I would say that Essendon, it's not that the back line can't stop it and slow it down. It's just that our team, the moment that the ball stops moving, shit themselves. Do you think maybe you gun it forward, but then if it turns over, there's not that surge back? Yeah. And so you get opened up. Brisbane were a lot like that early in the year. It's when Essendon smashed us and when Collingwood smashed us. But I think they've changed a bit since then. It's become – they look – it's ridiculous because they're still quite a young team, yeah. but they look so mature in the back half. So let's just go through your – your backs, your forward six, and we'll go through my back six. So, yeah. you're, so Cameron plays out of the goal square, doesn't he? Cameron is, yeah, the competition's best full forward. And so, I tell you, <laughs> if the season were five weeks longer from now, he'd win the Coleman medal. He's going that fucking well, Tom. All right, so if Blitzarves plays at full back, yeah. I'm going to be surprised if Blitzarves plays on him. On Charlie. Or Stuart. Good luck. Stuart, I think. For this, I think for the pace and the overhead ability. I know too. that they both have pace, but none of no, like no defender in the AFL has the pace for Charlie. No, no but you've got to be smart about where you position him. Yeah, no, but if you like, they'll players panic too and wrap their arms around him, and they give away free kicks. The, problem, as well. the, the thing that Charlie would, the thing about Stewart though, is he won't get sucked into letting Charlie get on the other side of him because he knows yep. that Charlie's not a lead up player. Yeah. So I think, but I'll tell you the thing with Brisbane, Tom. Yeah. They're all sacrificial. Lockie yep. Neal. Doesn't matter. We don't care if he gets twenty touches because it means Jared Lyons gets thirty-five. Right. It's going to be. Doesn't matter if you shut down Charlie Cameron this week because someone else will kick the goals. Eric Hipwood will get off the chain. So I think like Cam Rain will have a game. Link McCarthy will kick him. Bundy, Robbo will surge forward. Zorko, Lockie Neal, they're all kicking goals. McCluggage. Do you know what I'm looking forward to? How are you going to stop him, Tom? Do you know what I'm looking forward you to? May Sean? Well stop him. It's a it's a neck and neck game. Do you know what I'm looking forward to, mate? What? So Ro- Robbo Robbo likes playing on the wing at the start of the game. Selwood on Robbo first. It's going to be Selwood on Robbo. It's going to be fucking. I'm telling you right now, based on current form, Robbo will slaughter him. 
I reckon they'll beat the shit out. They'll both they'll both be bleeding from the head inside yeah. the first five minutes. Can't it's wait. It's gonna be great. No, it's no, gonna no. Be they'll tough, just stand next tough. to one another and like wounds will open. <laughs> I think it's the game of the year. I think it is. I'm excited that Geelong are back. Look like they're back in form. A little it was bit. yeah. It was the best game I've seen this play since Dubai. Last time <sighs> Brisbane beat Geelong was round 13 of 2013. Yep. I think you've won eight in a row against. Us. And do you know where- do you know, that is the miracle on grass, isn't it, Dusha? Yep. And it was at the Gabba. Yep. Chris Scott is 10 and one as yep. a coach against Brisbane. Um, and then the week after, we have Richmond, who I think have also won the last seven or eight against us. But, mate, West Coast had won seven or eight, and we beat them this year. We hadn't beaten Adelaide in five years. We North beat Melbourne. Them. We hadn't beaten North, knocked them off. We've been doing it all year. It's another step. It's going to be huge. Oh, I can't wait. It's exciting. It's good. It's good. Good for footy. Th- this week's great because we get one and two playing off. and um, Three and four three playing and four. off. Fucking huge. Mm. Oh, how good footy. So, based on results. Yeah. If Brisbane win next week, yeah. top of the ladder? Yep. yep. Fuck. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Our percentage went up by like six. Yeah, and West Coast went down fractionally. So I think we've got probably got West Coast covered for percentage. If you just keep winning. Well, that's percentage. It takes a lot to yeah. – they're going to have to outdo us by no, no, roughly what 100 I mean points. Is if you lose this game this week, right? So yeah. say you lose this week and then, even, and then win against Richmond, but yeah. West Coast win both of theirs, they'll mm-hmm. leapfrog you. Not necessarily. The percentage is like no, no, because they'll have a game ahead of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all yeah, even. Yeah. I like everyone's like no Tom. I'm like no, no, no. I, yeah. I, I've done the math this time. No. So Tom, the reason why we're saying no Tom is because Sean clarified and said on percentage, and you then instantly started talking about points. Yeah. Yeah. So you I, can see the confusion. I'm a big idiot. Yes. I think for Collingwood, for Brisbane to miss out on top four now, we'd have to lose to Geelong and lose to Richmond. And Collingwood would have to and smash. Collingwood would have to win both games and make up about 7%, 7 or 8%. So we would probably have to you lose to, get to you by yeah. 50 or 60 and, and then to Richmond by about 60. I don't see that. Or more. I can't imagine. Look, to be honest, I can't imagine you losing next week. Nor can <laughs> I imagine you losing to Richmond by more than three or four goals. If For the happens. good of the game. And you won't care about this because you want Geelong to win, and that's yeah, of course, fair enough. Absolutely. But for the good of the game, I would love it if Brisbane and Richmond win this week because then we're nine in a row and they're about seven or eight in a row and then we play each other in the last round. Whoa. Possibly for top spot. If West Coast lose to them as well. Oh, because, yeah, 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 shit. And then – Which is massive. Fuck me. So you're going to want to – you're going to want to beat – Oh, actually, no, because Geelong's percentage is fucking huge, isn't it? Yeah. It's big, yeah. And it and it got a hefty bump this week. It went up by about four or five. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is that the next game? No. There oh. was uh, a game at Marvel Stadium in between. Was there, though? Uh, well, I think you need two teams to turn up to have a game. Yeah. Well, hey, Essendon kicked the first goal. So, Essendon Western Bulldogs at Marvel Stadium. Uh, Dylan Jesus. Oh, just pause for a second. Who won the Marcus Ashcroft medal? Uh, you wouldn't know because... Fox footy cut away immediately, but it was Charlie Cameron. I thought so. He won with nine votes and Zorko had six. And then I think Robbo and Jared Lyons were in the votes as well. No, no son's got a no son's uh, got a vote? No one got to look in. No. Oh, with the, oh, yeah, we forgot to mention final scores, 144 to 53. I think it's Brisbane's highest score in about 10 years, I think. I think it was since 2007. Which I think would have been the game where Brownie kicked 10. 10. 10. It was against Carlton at the Gabba and we killed Dennis Pagan's coaching career that day. Brownie. I think I think Brett Brownie Ratton, single-handedly. I think uh, yeah, he Pagan went out and Brett Ratton I think came in that year. I was the caretaker. I think yeah, man. And then he got the the, the job until they knifed him. Brett Ratton wasn't there for that long. Brett Ratton at Carlton. Yeah, I think five years. Jesus, yeah, 
was there for a while and had a pretty good record. And Mick took over in 2013. I think so, yeah. Got into the finals in his first year on a technicality. Technicality. Anyway. Speaking of technicalities and one of the teams that were involved in that, Yassidon. Jillian uh, Shield kicked the first goal of the game, 21 seconds in. Looked oh, good, mate. Exciting. Things looked good. good. Essendon kicked the last three goals of the game. Oh, What amazing. What yes. about in the middle? So you tell me that in isolation, I go, maybe you won. Yeah, uh, so what I'm not telling you is those last three goals of the game were in the last four minutes of the game, yep. and in between the first and those last three goals, Western Bulldogs kicked 21 unanswered goals. <laughs> I mean, the upside for you, okay, we're going to find some positives for you, Dusha. Positive number one, you didn't kick the lowest score of the game. Of the, of the round. Positive number two, I didn't see the game because I went immediately from my game to go and watch the Lion King. <laughs> you two. went from the Lions <laughs> to the Lion King. Two stars. Positive number three? Positive number three, uh, you didn't break the record for the most unanswered goals kicked on you by an opponent. Uh, that's uh, 22. That's 23, actually. And it was last year? Yeah, against Freo. Yeah. Go positive go. number four, there were people, uh, fans, screaming at the players as they left the ground. Probably yelling out positive reinforcement. Uh, look, they were definitely yelling. You could argue that as long as they kept it clean, that those guys yelling out criticism is probably more than what Wusher gave them in the rooms after. Oh, I don't know about that. I reckon Wusher. Okay. Do you reckon he's a mad dog behind closed doors? Wusher seems like a very like he was really calm. Do you reckon he screams and has a bit of a spew? No, nah, no, nah, I don't think he Terry Wallace is. I think I think it's worse. I think I think it's you just disappointed your dad. Nah, he would have just said the same thing that he said in the thing. He'd be like, "Did you hear that when he walked off? He deserved all of it." That's worse. That's so much worse than being like, "I'm gonna spew up." <laughs> I think my method as a cut, like if I was Wusher, I wouldn't address them all and give it to them. I would quietly go around and tell them all that they disappointed me, just one on one. Because I think that'd hurt more. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Apple, how you going? Yeah, mate. Look, yeah. just Dyson. I just want to let you know, I'm really disappointed in you. Yeah, right. I'm not going to say thank you because, frankly, you're not worth it. Yeah. All right, uh, Connor. Yeah, Connor. Look, I'm also disappointed in you. Yeah. You're a big Irish fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't play, did he? Yeah, he did. Uh, hey, you know what he's got though? Blonde hair. Fresh cut. In honor of a fallen fresh cut, which oh. is Guelphie, who's out for the rest of the season. Andrew Bogut had a bit of a crack at Essendon on Twitter. Did you see that? Yeah, Andrew Bogut has a crack at everybody on Twitter, but he's a big Essendon fan. What did he say? Uh, he talked about culture. And talked about the fact that they just shouldn't have let McKenna go to a wedding. It sent the wrong message. It was taking your foot off the pedal type stuff as a team. You won that game though. Narrowly. Yeah, but Yeah, it would be a different story if first of all, brother's wedding. Yeah. Second of all, if we had a lost, if that had have been this week, mm. sure. Yeah. Two very unrelated events. Yeah. Also, McKenna has had injury worries in the last couple of weeks. So Maybe he needed a rest also. We don't know. Bogut's just all about team culture, I think. Bogut's a bit of a flog, though. Also, hang on. That's the opposite of team culture. Like, sure, like taking the foot off the pedal, but imagine if he was like, no, fuck your brother's wedding. Surely that puts him in a worse spot. I Uh, think his argument, though, is more of an Alistair Clarkson team comes first type thing. Well, let's check. It's easy to say that when when your team's been belted. Also, Essendon, clearly the culture... We won five games in a row where a normal team would have shit their pants. There were so many goals on the fucking siren or after the siren or fucking 20 seconds to go. Did or- you, have you spent all of them? Is that the problem? Is that Have you used up all of the- All of the good luck in all five of the luck? in a row? Well, if we make the finals, which 
still is a possibility. We are still currently seventh. Uh, we just need to win one more, and we're there. Uh, we will be the first team, I feel, to make the finals solely on our skulls. And with <laughs> we- a percentage of under 100. Percentage <laughs> <laughs> is so bad. And look, friend of the show and boss of Play On Radio, Gemma, messaged me about this today before we recorded, and she was like, Mitch Brown scored negative 10 AFL points or whatever it was and said, like, was kind of rubbing it in. But, like, did he play the whole game? Yeah, I think so. Or did he, like, give away three free kicks and then go off injured? No, he's not injured, I don't think. Negative 10. Fuck me. Not 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 Dream Team points, but, like, the um the player ratings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he got 41 Dream, time, uh, dream Team points. Uh, Stringer had 27. Just on Stringer, as we talked about before, there is an amazing photo of Stringer absolutely copying it from Bailey Smith. From a haircut. That haircut is way better than any haircut Stringer's tried recently. Mm-hmm. And just the look. So, like, Stringer's kind of, like, turning away in disgust. And the look on Smith isn't he's, like, getting in his face. It's this look of, like, oh, would you look at that <laughs> Oh, that's another goal. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I know it hurts you, but... Kid with a mullet getting stuck in a Jake Stringer. Big fan. <laughs> big, big fan. Look. And they um, did it without their heart and soul. Yeah. No uh, liver. Liver. No liver. I reckon it's because uh, they're probably worried. They probably rested liver because they're worried that uh, our team would just get in his ear and he'd change jumpers at half time. Oh, speaking of liver, we heard an amazing oh, thing yeah. about liver last a week. Follow up from uh, last week's story. So I oh. said. <laughs> yeah, so uh, last week, and this is a positive about Western Bulldogs, but uh, last week I was saying that a friend of the show was on um, a plane a, f- a plane with the Western Bulldogs team and they were very, like, distraught and very quiet. Well, not distraught, but just, like, silent and also had delayed the flight because they boarded late and last. Uh, but another friend of the show went to go pick friend of the show up from the airport and was waiting with flowers and chocolate. The Western Bulldogs team walked past him, silent, sad, et cetera, et cetera. But then Liver came up to him and was like, oh, you've earned some brownie points here. Just like gave him a pat on the back and kept walking. Do you know what I love is when, when we were told this story, we're like, who is the player? He's like, oh, I don't know. He had, he had leg tats. And we're like, leg tats. So it took us far too long to realize. We're like, oh, what bulldog player have tattoos? I'm disappointed in how good's footy and how long it took us to be like, it took us like Liver. three or four minutes. And then yeah. we pulled up a photo of Liver. We were like, was it him? And he was like, yeah, that was him. And I was like. You should have opened with, he looked cooked. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have just clarified and asked if he looked like he'd walked out of Mad Max. And I'd be like, that's liberal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he look like an extra from Fuhrer Road, but who's also not slept in a hundred years <laughs> and who loves tattoos um, and playing cricket at the MCG? <laughs> scoring a ton on grand final day. Oh, I winning the liberal. Ashes. Anyway, um, got anything more to say about this game, mate? Uh, I'm glad that we kicked those last three goals. And I will give it to the Western Bulldogs cheer squad and the Western Bulldogs fans because when we kicked the second goal, which was there was four and a half minutes left in play, we had not kicked a goal f- since the first 20 seconds of the game. The Western Bulldogs cheer squad stood up and clapped the goal. Can I say, that's are, you, good. are you unhappy with that? No, I respect that because yeah. I would have done the same thing. I respect it too because if I was them, I would have been really disappointed that they let a goal through. Yeah. But they won by 105. 104. Oh, man. Good on them. Well, I mean, at Geelong, though, we don't let goals through. <laughs> you give away shit free kicks, though. Next game, GMHBA Stadium. 
Geelong defeated North Melbourne by 55 points, which is a big win, but it doesn't sound ridiculous until you hear the final scores. 69 to 14. Yep. You were uh, there, Tom? I was there. Can was I just the say? Temp? What was the temp? It wasn't snowing, but it may as well have been. It was fucking freezing. My voice is sore from yelling, but also because the air was so cold. I have to say, just quickly, before I dive into Geelong, you want to talk about respecting your opposition, there was a, a man and his son, someone had been 10 or 11, sitting behind us. So in a very big Geelong area, it is freezing cold. They've got their North Melbourne gear on, and they stayed until the final siren. Good for them. They kicked one goal for the whole game off a really, really bad free kick uh, and never looked like it. And Geelong, had the conditions have been better, it was freezing cold, there was a bit of a swirly breeze, and then it started to absolutely bucket in the second half. Had the conditions have been better, probably would have won by 103. We kicked 914 or 913. Jesus. A lot of rush too, a lot of touched on the line. Yep. Um, just put on a clinic. Our, it was one of those games where watching it, like if you look at the scoreline throughout it, you go, oh, it doesn't look like it was exciting. It was really good contested footy. Um, the difference was our class kind of elevated and our back line just didn't. Ben Brown took two marks for the whole game. Didn't kick a goal. That is, I think, the third or fourth time, not in a row, because he kicked four goals way back when earlier in the year, but I think three or four times out of maybe five or six, we've kept him goalless. How many flops? It it infuriates me because I, I think he's a really good player. Mm. I like him a lot. He's got an um, – so he took him. He took one of the two marks he took. He took a mark just because he kept his arms out in front and college as and he just physically couldn't get around him because his <laughs> yeah. arms are so long. All he has to do is leave his arms out. The amount of times where he went up for like a mark, misjudged the ball, or knew he was, was in a contest, wasn't going to get beaten, they went to the side straight away and the umpires didn't pay it. And I, and I think that's because maybe he's got a, that reputation for doing it. But yeah. I, don't, I don't like it. Don't do it. Speaking of good things though, uh, so Geelong back, Geelong's back line, fucking amazing. So Chris Scott decided that he had a plan last week against the Freo. Didn't work. Yeah. So mixed it up a bit this week. Went, mm. fuck it. Don't need a Ruckman. We've got all Australian fullback Mark Blitzars. Fucking put him in the Ruck. Brought in Lockie Henderson. Uh, dropped Sel- Selwood because he's a bit too slow. Brought in Quinton Narkle and Parfit, who are quick, nuggety players. Gold- Goldstein beat Blitzars in the Ruck. Hit outs. Blitzars was probably second best on ground. Oh. Just in everything. Got back to help in the back line, got up forward, helped out in the forward line, played on the wing, just played brilliantly. And then Lockie Henderson came in. He played the game of his life. He was marked in a game where no one could mark the ball because it was so slippery and dewy. He marked everything that came near him. But there was there was one man who just fucking lit the ground up. In fact, you could say made it sparkle. Uh, anytime <laughs> Quentin Narkle went near the ball. The crowd lost their fucking minds. Bit of the narkle sparkle. Oh, I love him. He's got amazing. He shaved his head, so he's got short blonde hair. I kind of miss the Samson, like, long locks down of his shoulders. He kicked two fucking awesome goals. And I tell you what, if you want a player in your team that might just lift, he seems to do that thing where he gets up and about. The whole, like, when he kicked both goals, almost every player on the ground got around him. Yep. He's exciting. Brought a bit of pace. Grind Myers kicked three goals. Best like best stat, guys. Best stat. This is my, I love these stats. Uh-huh. Grind Myers and Tom Hawkins. Wait, just I'm going to interrupt you there. Yes. Where at this point, Sean, where is your expectation of this being a best stat? 
How excited are you to hear the end of the sentence out of 10? I think I know where he's going with it, and yeah. I think it's an all right stat. It's a pretty impressive stat. So six and a half, seven? Seven. My expectation of this is about a three. Whew. Okay. Ryan Mice yep. and Tom Hawkins individually mm-hmm. outscored North Melbourne. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, okay, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like good. Ryan Mice kicked three, one. Hawkins kicked two, four. Two, four? Yeah, he had a sh- <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you can't go after two, four when a team has kicked one, eight. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Quentin Narkel, I think, equaled North Melbourne. Jeez. So, uh, Sean, here's a fun stat for you. Mm. Uh, North Melbourne, 14 points. Yep. Uh, Essendon, 33 points. Yep. GWS, 29 points. Yep. Charlie Cameron, 31 points. Whoa. Oh, sorry. No, 30, 37 points. 37, yeah. Uh, Charlie. Charlie. Beat them all. Love him. He would have beat Grind and Tom Hawkins. Australian. I think he is now, yeah. Yeah. Just want to Charlie comment. Cameron beat three teams this weekend. Just want to comment quickly on a, a on a player <laughs> I forgot about. No, no, no. Just yeah. just let that sit. Let that Charlie Cameron. No, I beat- know. He's the fucking best. No, but he's the best forward in the AFL. He beat two top eight teams by himself this weekend. <laughs> yep. One of them is playing was playing for top four. Love him. Charlie Cameron beat him. I'm wearing him on my socks right now. <laughs> I'm wearing yes, Charlie Cameron mate. socks. I've got Paddy Dangerfield socks on. Oh. They're the best. He had a he had a ripping game too. So you go back to you, and I've got one more thing after that. Just quickly, um, yes. Marcus Adams. Oh, took like ten or eleven marks. He's looking good. He's looking the goods. I'm very happy. Big I'm happy fan. for him because it's you know it's been a long way back. He's been injured for a long time. Good on him, Tom. Um, two great little things come out of this. Gary Ablett. Someone was like, oh, he didn't kick any goals. He had a quiet game. He laid, I think, ten or twelve tackles. Ten for a man like Ablett, who everyone's like, oh, he's too soft. He doesn't do enough defensively. That's fucking awesome. Had a very good game. And Jed Buse, yep. my God, he got back and spoiled like balls over the top of like Jack Zebel, and he is conceding a considerable amount of height on Zebel and, and strength I've, too, I would imagine. Just nah, not strength, mate. Oh, Zebel's a very tough man. So is Busey, mate. Oh. Busey, Busey's just all grunt. Oof, he's gut running. He's going to need all that grunt. Have, uh, he, is, he absolutely is. Have you looked at the player rankings for uh, Buse? Because he ranks fourth worst player on the ground. Yeah, but by what ranking? One percent. One percent. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my mistake. Yeah, he, he ranks in terms of like, he doesn't get a lot of possessions. But Did he actually get one percent? Let's just uh, look that one up. While uh, I tell Tom something yes. about Gary Ablett. Yes. Had 10. Yep. He's had 40 tackles in the last six weeks. Jeez, he's yeah. gone a bit... He's, so, he's, he's leveled up. Someone told him he was soft and he's like, get fucked. Yeah. He's grown a bit of a rugged beard. He's angry, Gary. Yeah. But without the elbows, yeah. he's doing it fairly. Nah, it's good. Big fan. Oh, and Sav. Jesus. He's going to take Mark of the Year one day. He took a couple of huge ones on the weekend. Could be next week. Oh, mate. He's, he's primed. He's Tom, ready to go. I'm so excited. This game's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. And you know what? We'll still be friends at the end of it. <laughs> now we will. Uh, Tom. We will, but Dusha, we're not Dusha. Oh, fuck, I'm worried. Just, okay, if Geelong win, I need a car running so I can get out of the house <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Oof. I, it's going to be the I, first because, game you're leaving early. <laughs> if, if, we're, if, we're, if we're like a few goals up with like a minute to go, I won't be able to watch the final siren. I have to go to my car. <laughs> Homicide. <laughs> um, if I'm not here next week, Sean high-fived the wall onto me. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Like Brisbane win, and he just like high fives the wall, and part of the roof just falls in. But just where you're sitting, yeah. kills you. Just high five Tom's head. <laughs> I can cave it in. Yeah. Just look before we move on to the Sunday games. Just I know I touched on this at the start of the episode. I don't. 
understand why people think fighting an Essendon supporter about lack of success is going to do anything. We've had the worst last 15 years. <laughs> uh, nah, there are worse teams. No, yeah, okay. So like Carlton or Gold Coast or whatever. I mean, Melbourne. Gold Coast have existed for four minutes. but Br- Brisbane. Brisbane. Oh, yeah, no, but- wait, 15 years ago. Oh, that was just after the uh, yeah. three-peat. Yeah. yeah, but when was the last time you won a final? Well, we have won one final in 15 years. Yeah. Essendon we won a final in 2009. You haven't won a final for 19 years. No, the last time. What the fuck are you talking about? You've said this stat on the show before, and it's just not even close it's, to right. No, it's, 19 nah. years ago was the year 2000. We yeah. were in the grand final. In 2001, yeah. we were in the fucking grand final, you dumb idiot. How did we get there? <laughs> for fuck's sake, Tom. Come on, Tom. How did you get there? Come on, Tom. Imagine, how did you get there without winning the final? Oh, fucking hell. The last final we won, I think, was, was either 2004 or 2005. I'm pretty sure it was 2004. can't believe you got to the grand final. Then Shut up, final. Tom. <laughs> and the worst one is you brought it up on the show before, so I know you're probably going to say it again unless I make it very clear. It's been less yeah. than 19 years. Can't Come wait. On. Come on, Tom. Get can't serious. But dude, we how, were- did, how did you make the grand final without winning a final? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's one of AFL's fucking great mysteries. <laughs> Why didn't fucking Sydney know the ground was wet in 2005? How did Essendon make the grand final in 2001 without winning a final? That's all the question in everyone's fucking minds. It is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ring Sheedy and ask him. I'm like, mate, what coaching strategy you used to play grand <laughs> final without winning a final? <laughs> Do you want to go to the next game, Dusha? I just want to finish what I was saying, which is I don't know why people go us. It's just like, and people are like, cool. Oh, yeah, you, you make, yeah. even if you make finals, you lose. Cool. We, same thing happened in 2015. Same thing happened in 2009. All these fucking Collingwood supporters or fucking Sydney supporters or fucking all these successful teams, you don't understand. And I know you're like, oh, I understand on paper or in theory. You haven't been there. You don't bag for a team that has struggled for this long. So, like, a man in his 40s, he can remember the fucking 90s and the early 2000s on Essendon were, like, a great team and, like, constantly successful. Bang Those times honest, are gone! We're battling... The drug scandal is still affecting our current team, but in that situation, that wasn't the players who are now being punished. But now we've got a whole fucking team of people that were brought in because of that that have no relation to anything that's going on. We were banned from draft picks. What do you fucking think was going to happen? That we're just going to fucking shoot up the ladder after that? Probably not. I mean, choosing the phrasing shoot up the ladder probably wasn't the right phrasing, Dusha, considering what you got. Fuck off back to (laughs) (laughs) Geelong. I'm just sick of it because like it doesn't. I'm angry now, but I'm angry more at the fact that people think they're going to get a rise out of me. If you just send an email where you're like, Essendon finished 10th, I'm like, cool. Tom, there's too many people taking jabs at Essendon. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. He's a bit sad. <laughs> no. No, we're not laughing. No. Because I, I sympathise. I do too. But I do was know what 14 I years old last time Brisbane were good. Do you know what I love? Is that you were like, I'm angry, but I'm not angry at that. I'm angry because people think they're going to get a rise out of me. And I'm like, well, <laughs> they kind of have. They're getting a rise out of the expectation of a rise. I'm, it's, it's, a, it's a fucking meta rise. <laughs> Are you meta mad? I'm also like, also I'm optimistic because- if we make the finals, I'm not even optimistic. Like, if we make the finals and then we win a final, the lid will be so fucking off. You don't have to win the grand final. Every no. final game will feel like the grand final if we win. I'll be fucking marching. I'll be having a fucking qualifying final fucking parade. Elimination final. My mistake. And then if we fucking win that, I'll be having a fucking semi-final parade. Fucking the whole city will be shut down for a month because I won't stop fucking having parades. 
They won't be out of the grand. If you don't make the grand final, they won't be able to have the grand final parade because you'll still be having your <laughs> semi-final parade. Oh, it just your seventh, mate. Yeah, and yeah, we lost. I get people don't get it. We're in a position where we're gonna. We, well, we could be in the finals, and it's good. Do you know what would be the most heroic way to make finals? Mm. Would be to to beat Collingwood. Not no, yeah, to beat Collingwood, but also to maybe travel to a very dangerous place and get a man fired. <sighs> Nothing would make me happier than if next week that happens. And we saw the fucking garlic man in action this weekend where he fucking punched a wall in the coach's box. Next game, St. Kilda and Freo. St. Kilda won by three points. Ross Lyon was not happy. That's was- also probably Freo's finals gone. Oh, it absolutely. Is. Yeah, absolutely. Also, Brett Ratton, profit, said before the game, Jack Stephen just has to come in, play his role, kick two or three goals. Kick three goals. Oh, there's or a two g- goals, I think. That's three. Three? Kicks three. Yeah. And the amazing quote of him after the game where he was like, I'll find the exact find quote. Find the quote because it's amazing. But no, this game was, I watched a bit of this game and it was it was a good game. It was exciting. It was tense. Uh, both teams had moments of brilliance. Someone was talking, and it might have been Max Lawton on Twitter, was saying he's never seen, just as looking at a team, he doesn't think he's ever seen a gap between the best player and then the average quality of every other player in history, like Nat Fife and the rest of the Freo Dockers. Oh, yeah. It's just a chasm. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, you look at people, like, you probably would have said that about maybe Cripps and Carlton, but not anymore. No. As if, like, Cripps is still their best player, but there's a few players that have really lifted around him. But, like, it's Fife, Daylight, Walters, Daylight, everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the quote from Jack Stevens was... Oh, yeah, and they so they won this game by kicking a goal with 40 seconds to go. Josh Bruce hadn't kicked a goal all day. Well, they kicked two goals in the last two minutes, didn't they? Jack the two and a half. Jack Stanley kicked the first one. Oh, Jackie boy. He 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 had a good game. Yeah. Hanbury had a fucking awesome game. Yeah. They look. Stevens looked happy. He looked happy to be in St Kilda. He did because he was thinking about being at Geelong. Nah, stay there, mate. Stay the course. Yeah, do it. I don't mind. In his we'll return game. In his return game, Jack Stevens was the hero for St. Kilda, and his quote after the game was, I'm still a bit unfit and a bit fat, but that's all right. Love it. He's always been a chunky guy, though. He looks big in this photo. Yeah, but he's never been like a, like he's never been a, like a thin player. He's always no. been a solid. No, no, but he's, he's lacking match fitness, but he's that bloody good and that bloody classy. He's kicked three goals, one on the game. He did. Yeah. Good on him. Great mullet. Just... Just- Rip just, a mullet. Just looks like a bloke who loves kicking goals. And eating a pie. Eating pies. Man, you know what? No, nah, he's not a pie guy. He's a fish and chips guy. Oh. In the yeah. car. Yeah. Just doing this, like, eating the, eating the too hot for him. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, I better get out there and kick a couple of goals. Love it. Fuck, big The fan. idea of Jack Stevens sitting in a car with fish and chips under his arm, but he's opened the side of it so he can just, get his hands and get some oh. chips on the way home. I love that. For some reason, he's driving a ute as well. Oh, mate. He, absolutely. Is there a dog in the passenger seat? Yeah, he's got a dog seat, in the back. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh. do, yeah. no, dog's in the passenger seat, teammate in the back. <laughs> it's like Josh Battle or Roll Marshall just tied up in the back. <laughs> Can I get out yet? No, mate. We're not home yet, son. Just chucks him a chip every now and then. <laughs> Don't worry. I got you an extra potato cake. And you know what? You know what Jack Stevens would do? Like if you were like, oh, man, I've got to move house next week. He'd be like, do you want a hand? I've got a ute. Yeah. I'll bring the chips. <laughs> Just me, you, the ute, and some uh, minimum chips. <laughs> Less than minimum, because I'll have eaten some on the way. 
<laughs> Fuck, love it. Big fan. Big uh, fan of him. Yeah. Um, also, there's some great footage of that of Ross Lyon cracking the shits, which is always good for footy. Uh, not only did he punch the wall, at one stage, he just picked up all the paperwork on the table and threw it away. Yeah. Love it. Came out onto the ground, was yelling it. And I think that was after they kicked a goal, like Freo kicked a goal. He was not in a good mood that day. He was yelling at Sean Darcy. Here's a profit call. Do you think it's because that loss just probably cost him his job? Well, they said, they asked him today, would you sign a contract extension? And he said, I don't believe in signing extensions while I'm still in contract. Oh, bullshit. I bet you he's done it before in his career. Yeah, I bet you that was him being like, if they offered him one, 100% he would take it. He said that. He's just saying that because he knows they're probably not going to give him an extension. He's going to have to, if he's there next year, he's going to have to win a he'll final. have to coach yeah. and he'll have to make finals probably. Correct. Finals or bust for Ross. Ooh, that's a lot of pressure. Next, Get rid of him. Yeah. Get Wusher. <sighs> Bring him home to his family. <laughs> then Carousella can take over Essendon. And then, and then Ross Lyon and Brad Scott move to the Gold Coast. You know just tank it. Just tank the whole and thing. And then- I'm going to book a charter flight over the Gold Coast and drop an anvil out and crush both of them. It's for the benefit of football. It is. I actually love Vossi to coach Freo. You prefer that over Carlton? Yeah, because I hate Carlton. I don't hate. I only don't like Freo because Ross is there, really. Would you get behind like Voss and Fife? Two of the greatest yeah. players yeah. Just together. What about Vossi at Essendon? I can handle it more than Carlton. Yeah. But less than Freo. Would Essendon people accept Voss after he murdered them in 2001? I, I don't think know. that we've had so many road bumps since 2001 that, yeah. like, when people say 2001 grand final, it's not even a memory for me. And I know that I watched that game and I have grown up in its shadow. Yeah, you're right. You probably do need Michael Voss at Essendon. Jake Stringer from 55. Uh, next game was Richmond take on Carlton. Fun fact, uh, boys. Carlton are no good. I need to come clean about something. Yep. These next two games, I have not watched any highlights. I have not read any stats. I know the result. And I was like, you know what? That's enough for me. We were busy. Tom, Tom, for these two games, we were watching Hobbs and Shaw, the new Fast and Furious film. Good film. Go and see it. Take your dad. It it has pretty much the same footy uh, energy. Take me. (laughs) Take Sean Carney. Uh, it has the same energy as football in a sense of dumb things happen and there's just two bald men yelling all the time. Oh, it's good. It's great. Uh, and then uh, we went and saw Midsummer, <laughs> a horror film. Sean, you were not there. I decided to go home <laughs> because I'm a big coward and it sounded super scary and unpleasant and I'm not there for that. And I went home what? and I watched Three Musketeers. Sean, you were not wrong. Time. It yeah, was I scary. I know, Tom. Because I went on IMDb and read a parental guide <laughs> and I looked at it and there were 40 things that were wrong with that movie. And I, <laughs> I read the first one and I went, nah, <laughs> don't need this. I, If someone had said to me, so knowing what I, even knowing about now that I've seen it, and at the time I was nervous because it's scary and unpleasant. Yeah. Someone was like, all right, Tom, you got a choice. You're either watching Midsummer or you're watching West Coast versus Adelaide. Um, I'd pick Midsummer every day. Yeah. I'd watch I'd watch that movie over and over again if to not watch that other like I'm sure it was fine. I just it was on at four four it's four forty on a Sunday and I don't care about either team really. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just I just don't. With the Richmond Carlton game, it was also cold very cold and very wet. So it was a sloppy game, but Richmond got it done. It if this was in ideal playing conditions, it would have been like another fifty point game. I tip I tip Carlton. Yeah, that was dumb, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, 
We all we all made dumb choices. Oh yeah, we haven't addressed that, Sean. Who did you pick out of Geelong and North Melbourne? Uh back north. <laughs> yeah. Which Accidentally. Won't be, which but... won't be a surprise to our listeners because you did say you were gonna yeah, back Yeah, I know, but I, I often go for miracles and then sometimes I'll put the tips in early, but then later in the week I'll revisit it and be like, Come on, Sean. You got to make the top you twenty, both, mate. Cool. You got to not be stupid. And I forgot to revisit it. Essentially, uh, you both made a sensible choice that I didn't, though, which was I tipped Freo, and you both tipped St Kilda. <laughs> I yeah. think we probably both also tipped the Bulldogs. Uh, or did you back the boys? Did I back the boys? You've yeah. dropped out of the top one hundred, Tom. Um, yeah, I, I tipped Essendon. I, I um, Dusha. Hmm. I wanted to tip the Bulldogs, mm. but I put friendship first. Well, I got six, and Sean, you also got six. So you must have. Oh, yeah, because you tipped North Melbourne. Yeah, my app is just shit itself. <laughs> oh, I've, I've dropped down. I'm not happy. You're 40th. I'm now. 40th. I, my dreams of top 20 are gone. I knew that as soon as I realized I'd tip North. I've cooked it. I'd say I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm just oh, I'm disappointed. Last game, West, West Coast took on Adelaide. West Coast are in front all day. Adelaide came were, back late. Were resilient. Um, Fogarty, Darcy Fogarty, Fogarty, Fogarty um, hasn't been playing a lot this year. Kick six uh, gives him a bit more than Jenkins and Tex. So I'd be playing him every week. Fogarty Don kicked five. There you go. Kick five. Could have kicked six. I think he kicked five one. Right? No, he kicked five straight. Adelaide got Collingwood next week. I backed H- them in. Huge game. Then they've got monstrous game potentially. Against the Bulldogs in Ballarat, could snow. <laughs> could be. For, <laughs> could be for a spot in the finals. Jesus, wow! So how good's footy? That's the best. What a close! Oh, so currently eighth, ninth, and tenth are all on forty points. Essendon seventh on forty-four. Those four spots could easily change. Ooh. So Essendon, Port Adelaide are currently seventh and eighth. Adelaide and Bulldogs are ninth and tenth. Next week, Western Bulldogs have to. Become giant killers. I will tip them. This is big. Well, actually, this turns into next round because- um, Yeah. Well, we, let, let's go. Let's dive in. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
All right. So, wow. What a fucking Friday night blockbuster this is. Melbourne take on Sydney at the MCG. This is like two pieces of shit circling the rim of the toilet bowl. But it's, it's it's not. That's the thing. Like, Sydney are a good side. They'll win this comfortably. Melbourne might f- give them a fright. Or Melbourne will win just to show, give that glimmer of hope to fucking... Did you say Sydney are a good side? They've got the pieces of being a good side. I, I think Sydney will smash them. You reckon? Yep. Sydney are, Sydney are better than their ladder position. Melbourne are not. I've tipped <laughs> Melbourne so many times this year because I just assumed they would get it together. Uh I just don't think that. Wow, Sydney are comfortably 15th. Like, Well, it's still possible for Sydney to finish 17th, I think. Yeah, if if Sydney lose to Melbourne, Melbourne won't jump over them unless Melbourne kill them. Percentages are horseshit. Uh, I'll back Sydney. Yeah, I'm going to hear Sydney as well, Tom. I've already said yeah, what Sydney. I've said. Sydney are going to win by six goals. Then uh, Saturday... Games do not get better when Carlton take on St. Kilda at the MCG. Ooh. Carlton for me. Yeah, it's, no, St. Kilda. I think Carlton. Bratton wants revenge. I think Carlton. It's been a long time coming. Teague sure. wants a job. Teague should have a job. Bratton wants a job. <laughs> it's a job off. A draw. <laughs> so right. they can both get the job. I'm going to tip Carlton. Then, oh, finally some good football. Oh, I've been dying for it. Oh, smells like... Sounds like finals it preview. It is first take on second. Brisbane Lions take on Geelong, which is second v first, just to clarify. How lucky for everyone they get a grand final preview. I know, right? <laughs> They're really lucky. Oh. Round 22 as well. Oh, what a Beautiful. fucking game. What a fucking game. At the Gabber at 210. So, Tom, you'll be backing Geelong? Uh, yeah, mate. Sean, you'll be backing Brisbane? I will, by four goals. And Dusha, yep. which friend do you like more? Oh, I'm absolutely tipping Brisbane. I would be shocked. Yeah, no, look, to be fair, so, when I, when I, so I want Geelong to win. When I was doing the ladder predictor and we were flying and we hadn't dropped a few, I was like, if we're going to drop one, I, I could see us dropping the one at the Gabba because it's scary up there. But you know what? Nah, not now. Um, Dif- no, I would, I, look, I'd be a bit surprised, but not that surprised if uh, Brisbane came out and beat Geelong by 40 points. I think it'd be closer than that. I, I think our defense is too good to get blown away. I think that Brisbane are just a team that Geelong. I don't think are going to be ready for. No, I think we'll, too, yeah, Brisbane are too unpredictable. If we were playing like Adelaide or someone like, if, okay, look, if Brisbane were further down the ladder and have been playing reasonably well, yes, like a the Western fact, Bulldogs, currently, correct. Yeah. The fact that though Brisbane are second and are coming for top spot and we want a home final means that Geelong will not underestimate them. I don't think no no no. I don't think you underestimate them. I just think that Brisbane will get out of hand very quickly. See what happens. Garon might not. I think Mark O'Connor will come back and probably play on like Camarena, maybe push up on the wing, shut down job on Zorko. <laughs> Good luck. God. Who plays on Gary? Can't stop them all, mate. Who plays on Gary? Which Gary? Either Gary Ablett. Ablett. Yeah. Who cares? Who plays on uh, Danger? Who cares? We don't tag. You don't tag. You don't need to. So. <laughs> That's, that's what I do want to make that comment just no. quickly on Tuke Miller. When you a tag, he tagged Neil so aggressively that at halftime, Tuke Miller had only had three or four touches. Tagging to me is just like to the detriment of your own team. And unless it changes, a good the team result, doesn't need to do it. No. We and Dong doesn't really tag. We put Guthrie as a tagger, but he'll at least get 22, 20 possessions mm-hmm. and can go the other way. Jared Lyons might play on danger. John, I'm looking forward to at either end. Yeah. 
Stewart, whoever on Charlie, Hawkins and Andrews. Andrews kills him. Andrews probably wouldn't even play on him, to be honest. It'll be it'll be, might be Marcus Adams, might be Gardner. Probably Adams for the body. Never know, mate. You know what? You know what's good about this it's game? It's gonna be such a good game. You know it's gonna be seven mark of the years, <laughs> eight goal of the years. Do you know? What, do you know what's good about this exact game? Everything. This, this is the fourth discussion you've had in the last three episodes about who's gonna play on who in this game. Oh, mate! It's fucking game of the year. <laughs> game of the year. Shit! Until we play Richmond the week after. And then Adelaide Oval, Adelaide take on Collingwood. Adelaide, Adelaide need to win this if they want to make finals. Collingwood are uh, within breathing distance of the top four and know it, so they'll yeah. they'll win. Next game, there is another game that could potentially decide finals, which is North Melbourne take on Port Adelaide. If Port Adelaide lose to North here, they're kind of fucked. Not necessarily. They can still make finals, but they need results to go their way. Where Easiest way to make finals, Tom. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. Next uh, game, I'm going Port. Port. North Melbourne for me. Whoa, that would. I think it- they have to come out and respond. Yeah. For, for big melon head. <laughs> biggest head in the game. It's the biggest head in the game versus the wrinkliest head in the game. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like really nicely moisturized testicle and a one that has seen better days. Yep. You shouldn't be moisturizing your balls, Tom. You don't need to. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'll tell my friend that. <laughs> Um, next game is the garlicest head in the game versus the stillest head in the game, which is Fremantle take on Essendon at Optus Stadium. <sighs> Sean, if oh. Essendon stand for anything, I think every single time you've said if Essendon stand for anything, they've then gone out and lost. Well, we haven't said it for a while, man. <laughs> um, they'll win Essendon by five points. Not again. I'm sorry. I don't write the stories. They just write me. Essendon by one point. That's look. I need. I need a. I want to win because then. Sorry, because you you win the next week by sixty. We beat Fremantle. I can relax and just like embrace what is probably about to happen. But it's also not a hundred percent a guarantee. So it also wouldn't be super out of character for Essendon to win this and then all the other results for finals to go the team's ways that they need to go, and then, yeah. Ah, Look. You'll be right, mate. Just I would up. love to win by, like, four or five goals. Will Essendon come out and just go mental? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ambush. Yeah, I would. I don't think it's an ambush in the sense that surely Fremantle are expecting that. Sunday. Oh. Third place, fourth. Richmond Delicious. take on Ooh. West Coast at the MCG. Some would say grand final preview. They would be wrong. Because the grand final preview was on Saturday. Yeah, it was even right. in the it was even in the two ten time slot. Yeah, oh, well, this is one ready. time slot. You get ready, yeah. huh? Oh, no, no, no this is yeah, on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Ah, uh, I think Ooh. Richmond. Will Richmond because it's a better result for for everyone. Probably for Richmond. Everyone. Yeah, I'll say because it's at the MCG. If it was anywhere else, I mean, it would only ever be at Optus Stadium. Yeah, but you know that West Coast haven't lost a game in the MCG since like round two last year. They've won every game of Victoria except for the game they had to play against Geelong in Geelong. Still going to go Richmond. I think their form is better. Yeah. And they rested Martin last week. He'll be back. Ready to fucking don't argue the shit out of some blokes. Yep. Delicious. Next game. This is also a huge game. Yep. Giants take on Western Bulldogs. 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 The Bont. (laughs) Was he any good on... He played Something? pretty well. Yep. yep. He wasn't. Do you still love him? 
I do. <laughs> the fucking headband, Tom. Oh, it's the- <laughs> He's going to kick four against the Giants and stitch up the Brownlow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then Marvel Stadium, last game of the round. The most irrelevant game of the round. Well, if Ruffy's going to play, so... Ruffy's last game. I'm oh. curious to see how many people turn up for that game. Well, if Ruffy's playing find out last. a little bit about the uh, Hawthorne members, I think. Yep. You'd want to have 40 in there. 45. Send him off. Capacity. <laughs> Full. Full stadium. So they're, they're calling it his final game. Like there's no chance he will play the following week. No. It's an interesting move. Uh, Good on him. Hawthorne. Hawks. Oh, yeah. It's Hawthorne taking on Gold Coast. Yeah, Hawthorne. It's very Clarko to be like, we'll bring you in this week for your farewell because I'm not playing you next week. Because we travel to Perth and I'm not doing it. Well, no. I think it's also because it's, it's, it would be technically his last home game because the next game's in Perth. Ruffy will kick three. What? No, no, no. He's going to kick ten. Imagine. Wind the clock back. You'd have to play him the following week. It's so funny that the SM- Show the Gold Coast what he's worth. And then they sneak into finals. And then he wins the Norm Smith. But Brisbane win by one point. It's so it's eleven goals, but they be still yeah. in a losing. Just side. thinking of uh, like people not turning up for the Hawthorne game. It's so funny that the Essendon Western Bulldogs game was a sellout. Oh yeah, that's was it. Your home game or theirs? It would have been yours. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think far out, mate. How many? Well, how many were left by the end? Though I wonder. There was a heat map released, and <laughs> yeah, uh, not many. Yeah. Um, commentators were saying that they predicted that it may have been the biggest ever mass exodus. No, I've seen bigger. Have you? Yep. Than that. Grand yep. final day? Uh, no, no. I was at a Collingwood Geelong game and we belted them by like 90 points and all the Collingwood supporters went home at, at three quarters time. How many people were in the crowd? It was, it was full. It was like, it was the year that, the, uh, 2011, the year that Geelong were, and Collingwood were one and two. Fair enough. Yep. Cool. It was like round 23 or round 20 or something like that. Very good. Hey, Dusha, have we got any emails? Dusha. Sean, you requested this in a song one time and you said you liked it and this is the end result. Are you happy? I don't remember that. Yeah. No, I do. That's why I did it. I think it was last week. I want to die. It wasn't like, it was like fucking six weeks ago, mate. We should make a song. That'd be good. Uh, I'm back on. I I like it. Actually, no, look, that's a call out. I know that everyone that listens to this is a footy fan, so probably not musically inclined, but if anyone wants to make us a, hey, Dusha, have you got any letters or got any emails theme song? (laughs) Send us it in. <laughs> hey, Dusha, you got any letters? Sounds like it was like the old school version. Now, Dusha, do you have any letters? You're a horse carriage pulling yeah. the background. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That's not what a horse is. <laughs> that was the trumpets announcing the horse. <laughs> this is medieval times. Everyone's got trumpets and horses. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Nah, you're good. Thanks. Well done. I know. So, first thing in our inbox is not an email, but a letter. A letter that had a gift attached. <laughs> I think it's pronounced gif. Or is it GIF? I don't know. Shut up, Tom. <sighs> Dear How Good's Footy Boys, I made you a thing. My version of fan art. Sorry I didn't include a frame, but to post it from the UK, it's based on weight. Just wanted to say, love the pod, keep up the fair. good work and banter from Katie. And she has sent us in a cross stitch of the How Good's Footy logo featuring us three behind it. Uh, Tom, you were in the middle wearing a Geelong scarf. <laughs> Sean, you're on the side wearing... <laughs> A Brisbane scarf and glasses making you resemble Harry Potter. I fucking love it. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'm magical. And I'm also wearing a scarf, an Essendon scarf, but I'm also what wearing else a beanie. What else are you wearing, mate? I'm, I'm wearing a beanie, Tom. Can I have a look? I'll have a look. Yeah, have a look, have have a look at that lovely beanie. Uh, so Douche is wearing a... Uh, oh, yeah, pretty standard, actually. He's uh, He's got a Sydney Swans beanie on. <laughs> Katie, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I love That this. is 
the, the swan's beanie alone, because we all know yeah. we all know where it's at. That means that your mate is going to see this cross it. I don't know how. He's going to see it though and be like, you know that that man lied to me. <laughs> Uh, to all of us. So I'll take a photo of it and put it on Twitter. So it's, at How Goods Footy, you can see a photo of it. It's Katie, fucking it's beautiful. incredible. It's so good. You guys are the best. Uh, also, Katie said, P.S. I emailed last season. I was the one with a friend in Perth, but couldn't stomach the idea of supporting Freya because of Ross Lyon. Good. With her full blessing, I decided to go for the Geelong Cats this season. Good. Go Cats. Good work, Katie. PPS, following what you said became a lot easier when I downloaded the app. Last season, I thought, for accent reasons, that Majak Door was called Mad Jack Door, and I thought it was just a weird Australian <laughs> nickname thing. Ah, uh, he is. That's incredible. I wish that's, that was his name. That's his name. To be honest, if I said, hey, the AFL player Mad Jack, that- uh, I would think of Jack Rewalt. I wish that was my nickname. Mad Jack. <laughs> Mad Jack Carno. Mad Jack Carno. Storming down the wing. Honestly, that cross stitch is fucking incredible. Thank you again, Katie. And yeah, like I said, we'll post a photo of it on our Twitter, at How Goods Footy. Um, thank you again, Katie. That rules so much. Let's frame it. Put it up in the studio. We absolutely will. Tattoo it to my chest. Yeah, that's not how cross stitch works. It's a stitch. I'll cross it on me. Fuck, Tom. First email. Subject, for the love of Robbo. Boys. <laughs> Like Kano, I've felt the cruel hand of fate that has been dealt my beloved Lions low these many years. It is with a glad heart that I have reveled in such an uplifting season for the club, built on Fagan's brilliance. There is still pain, though. Why does the AFL world dislike, discount, and dishonor the force (laughs) of nature that is Mad Mitch Robinson? (laughs) Mad Jack Mad Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything more exciting than watching a player who may... At any moment, snap a bloke in half for, glanc- <laughs> for glancing sideways at Hugh McCluggage. Oh. Admittedly, I am just a teensy bit biased. However, I feel not enough has been said about the spectacular athlete and the joy he brings to my weekend. It's about time he had a catchy tune written for him a la Tipper. For reals, footy is great. He's Morgs. He's already got a song written about him. Thanks, Morgs. It's not named after him. Because mm. is there a more song? Is there a song that better encapsulates Rip? Uh, Robbo than Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Because <laughs> not only is it about drinking, but it's also about getting knocked down and getting back up again. You're never going to keep me down. I love him. Yeah, mate. I think he's starting to get recognition now. And the song's like three songs just like smashed together and he's just like so many things all at once as well. It's perfect. All right, next email is from Ellery, friend of the show. Uh, subject, Geelong in finals. Gents, not much to celebrate this year on my end, but a bit of schadenfreude and watching Charlie Cameron rip and tear. As such, thoroughly enjoyed the deep dive on Geelong's post-buy record and their finals chances. Looking very shaky indeed. Found a little photo throwing back to last year's final series that might cause a bit of PTSD, though, for this time of the year for one of you. Tom, do you take confidence from the fact that you have had 13 finals appearances from the last 15 years? With three flags from 13 appearances, 23% strike rate, surely you were due for one in your 14th series in 16 years. Probably. With Chris Scott's only premiership coming from a team that was essentially handed to him and coach changing being all the rage right now, should an early exit in the final series start talking, start talk of looking for a new coach who can go all the way? Tom, I don't want you to take this as a personal attack, but surely your club is after success, not just... Not just the veneer of it. Oh. Can I, are you almost done? Or can I jump in at that point? Uh, side notes, do you have any finals? Do you think finals experience counts for anything? Cheers, boys, Ellery. And here is the photo that 
Ellery has a touch. Just quickly loading. And it's, it's, there it is. Mm, I don't know if I'd be having cheap shots. Can I just say, Sean, you guys, you guys often tell me this when I bring up the past, that yes. you're only as good as the current season. That's and, correct. Um, where, where are Geelong? Number one. Yeah, and where are Melbourne? <laughs> 17th. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, hang on. They've depends, won the same amount of games. Listen, it depends when you're listening to this episode. Okay, yeah. If round 22 has happened, Geelong a second, Brisbane a first, Melbourne's still 17th. Yeah. yeah. We've won. We've lost the same amount of games that they've won this year. Yep. Um, and also in that in that fifteen year period, when did oh, when did Melbourne when did Melbourne uh, do anything? Uh, yeah. So whoops, just hasn't panned out for you, Ellie. That's okay. Next email is from Amelia, the Amelia who created Taylor Harris for us in oh, pop vinyl form. Legend. Uh, <laughs> no, just subject. created Taylor Harris. <laughs> they built her in a factory. That's why she's so good. <laughs> subject at Sean Ari Bontempelli. Yep. No, this could be positive. I think. I think I've been good. I've been a good boy. Well, you love him. This I do. is from, yep, so all caps, important. Oh, Oi, pause <laughs> off the bonds. I know he's 193 centimetres of pure greatness, but you can't have him. <laughs> from Amelia. Is and- that the whole email? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Amelia sent us a second email, a follow-up. But also, how good is the bond, Yeah. He brings a really good attitude to the game, both on and off the field, and he's just an all-round good bloke. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the blue, white, and red for many years to come. Good on you, Carney, for getting around him. Amelia. Good. P.S. We're all in love with him. You're in good company. Was that in caps? No, none of that was in caps. Can I ask, what was the gap in between those emails? <laughs> the first one was sent at 12.30 a.m. Yeah. The next one was sent the next day. <laughs> she slept on so it. So it was a crime of passion. Yeah. <laughs> and then slept on it, woke up, and went, you know what? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh, I love that. Last email is from Laura. Subject, my boys deserve some love. You want to guess the boys? It'd be pretty easy to guess, I think. It's either a South Australian team or it's Frio or it's Collingwood. Okay. I'm going to go with GWS. Nah, no. Nah. Hi, boys. As a lifelong Crows supporter. Oh, Sean, good work. It has always stung a little to hear so much hate directed at them from you guys. Some of it deserved, to be fair. But I think this round's match against the Eagles demonstrated that Adelaide Jr. has heart. (laughs) Even if they don't always show it. Laura, this email would have dated a lot better if I read it before we went into the game. But um, anyway, even if they don't always show it. Yes, Don Park is worse than useless. And yes, Tex Walker is a selfish fuckhead. He doesn't deserve (laughs) the captaincy. But this round's match shows that they can be a great team. The Crouch Brothers were excellent, and the fog had me in tears of joy. The fog? Oh, Fogity. Fogity. Yeah, 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 of good course. Nickname. Good nickname. The AFL were like, what nickname should we give Darcy Fogarty? And everyone's like, he's already got one. It's the fog. And the AFL were like, what nickname, eh? How about we call him the Gatorade Game Changer TM? No, you can absolutely get in the bin, Gil. I know that's you disguised as a child. I'm going to call him Foghorn Leghorn, like the cartoon character. <laughs> I'm going to call him Fog like the John Carpenter film. Uh, I'm going to call him The Mist like the other John Carpenter film. Yeah. Let's call him The Fog and move on. <laughs> Had me in tears of joy. I very nearly chucked a full cup of tea all over myself when I fist pumped <laughs> one of his many goals. So even though we had a classic Adelaide Crows cooked third quarter TM, losing us the game. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have faith that when they finally kick Pike to the curb, the boys will pull together and act like the true team again. I hope that on a beautiful day, we will finally earn your respect so I no longer have to enjoy the <laughs> fuck Adelaide comments every week. Up the Crows, Laura. Can I go? P.S. Okay, done. If the Crows are kept out of the eight, Lions for the flag, the team with the most heart. Oh, um, I agree. Laura. Thanks, Laura. We're sorry. Uh, you've got to this. If you've, if, you've, if you've lasted to us reading out your email, it meant that you heard us <laughs> disparage a game that we didn't watch. Mm. Um, and I'm sorry, but also, eh, I'm not that sorry. This is a bad apology. On three, boys. One, two, three. Fuck Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I can talk about my hatred of Adelaide and why. Uh, it's 2009. That was the oh yeah the year that you the, died the the year that uh, Essendon unleashed the velvet sledgehammer on Hawthorne kept them out of the finals we rolled in at eight we rolled into eighth Adelaide finished fifth we went to Adelaide Oval and lost by eighty points Flashback. I also have a friend who I work with who barracks at Adelaide and he's an unbearable fuckwit when it comes to football so those two as a combination is real bad just text like I don't hate Eddie I don't hate Rory Sloan. Don't hate Wayne Miller. I don't hate. I love Eddie. Daniel Talia. It's just Tex and Don Pike and Josh Jenkins. And, 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 and there's some of their supporters. Brett Burton. Birdman. Don't like the Birdman. Oh, I saw him take a huge mark in a Geelong game once. Yeah, I saw him work at Brisbane for five years and kill them. So, yeah. <laughs> Laura, there's our reasoning. We're sorry, but hopefully, if you just trade those four or five people, Get him out of there. Maybe we'll learn to love Adelaide. Great ground. I cannot stress it enough. Adelaide Oval is a great hey, oval. Give me a curry in the footy, and I am a happy boy. And like, if it means anything, don't hate Adelaide as much as we hate Port Adelaide. I hate Adelaide more. Oh, I hate Port Adelaide the most. Then probably. I, I, I have a soft spot for Port Adelaide. Oh, fucking weak, Tom. I have a brother. <laughs> oh, we've all got brothers. I got a sister. She barracks in North Melbourne. She doesn't really do. She just doesn't really care about footy. That's fine. That's sad. I don't care about her Irish dancing. <laughs> well, if you want to send us an email to talk about why you also don't care about Douche's sister's Irish dancing, <laughs> you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can uh, reach out to us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Awkward Treed. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. And as always, you can hear us on Play on Radio first. That's playonradio.live at 4 p.m. on Wednesdays or 5 a.m. Thursdays if you have a fucked wake-up schedule. And that is, of course, Melbourne time. If you're the rest of the world, you know the deal. Do the now. math. Do the fucking maths. Look at a clock and be like, yes, of course. Anyway, look, if anyone sends any fucking emails about Essendon, if we lose to Freo, which I don't think we will, I might just fucking delete them. They mightn't even get to the show. Um, hey, Sean. Hey, Tom. How good's friendship? We'll still be friends. Don't worry, Dusha. We're not going to no, be The cast is going to fucking keep. Sean, I hope, I hope you've all enjoyed de- the show having three people on it because next week <laughs> it'll only have two. Uh, and Sean will be looking for a new house <laughs> after he drops his on yours. Also oh. a lawyer. <laughs> I'll represent myself, thanks. <laughs> Boss from Crime of passion. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.